it's time to recap another edition of a WWE pay-per-view, which, if you're like me, you stole from your friend's account on the WWE Network. I'm Bart Winkler. Uh, Bill Schmidt is on our telephones, our Great Midwest Bank hotline, let's say, and Cody Grant, our producer on Chuck and Winkler, in studio with me. Billy, how is it going wherever the hell you are? I'm fantastic. I'm here on I-94, uh, getting ready to go up to the Wisconsin Dells with... Uh... My lady friend, but I want to talk some. I want to talk some ladder match with you guys because I thought that was just a tremendous pay per view. Wait, it's just the two of you? Yeah. Where are you staying? Um, we are staying at the Best Western. A oh. real big spender. Yeah, I was gonna say there's like the uh, Kalahari and there's that <laughs> the other one. College budget here, Bart. College uh, the best Western. Bucks. <laughs> Does the Best Western know you're staying there? Or are you just gonna park in the parking lot and? <laughs> Uh, well, I figured I have uh, I have a couple of hair ties and a couple of uh, hair pins that I should be able to just poke a lock through. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, okay, so we can start wherever you want to start. You mentioned the ladder match. This was the allure of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, of course. Actually, mm-hmm. let's start with the women's version because technically a man won that match. So that's weird. Well, okay, half a man. Uh, James Ellsworth is the one that went up and got it. Uh, James Ellsworth is my man. I thought that was a great, great addition to the storyline. They've kind of kept Carmella and Ellsworth stagnant here. And we all, uh, people that are big WWE fans know that Carmella and Ellsworth, okay, I'm going to break the secret here. They're not dating. She's what? dating big cast. Um, oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so if you're going to do something with it, you got to do something to the storyline. Uh, you got to add it. And I think I think of giving Ellsworth uh, the opportunity to, to be a part of that match was very, very good. All in all, I thought the work was tremendous. Uh, they finally gave it some time. Cody uh, alluded to it last week with uh, the Extreme Rules match. They didn't give Alex and Bailey really any time. They let them tell a story out there. And I'm really excited to see what they do on Tuesday. Daniel Bryan coming back. Uh, he's got his hands full. I still disagree with having James Ellsworth being such a major component of the victory for Carmella because it's the women's money in the bank ladder match. And all the WWE talks about is elevating the women to an equal level of the men. And you had a man win the match pretty much. Well, yeah, but it was entertaining. Was it not? It's a no disqualification match. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that entertained by that match. I really wasn't. I mean, I don't know. I saw, I saw like four or five people fall off the ladder. Um, there was an opportunity for, I think, all five women at one point, maybe besides Tamina, who, let's be honest, that was the first thing I said with the people that I was watching the pay-per-view with. I said, okay, we can eliminate one person that's not going to win this match, and it's going to be Tamina. So Tamina didn't get her hands on the briefcase. That was okay. I thought it was wildly entertaining. Also, I'm a little bit... uh, partisan here i do like james ellsworth i think he's hilarious see i saw the reaction first before i watched the end of the match on twitter and people were upset because you know you finally have this women's money in the bank match and then a guy wins it just like when santina morella wins the miss wrestlemania but when i watched the actual match that crowd was hot dude uh billy that crowd was hot for the ellsworth win yeah and you know that's what it is it's about generating buzz that was a great crowd in the Scott Trade Center last night. Um, and, you know, it's, it's going to build something to a story. I had, an, I, I had a belief that once they did that and once uh, the network showed, you know, Daniel Bryan's tweet saying, we have something to address on Tuesday night, the first thing I'm going to address, I did think she was going to cash in. 
uh, during the women's championship match. But it appears that it is going to be a good storyline for us moving forward. So, like people have told me to do with the WWE champion, who I'm still a little bit ticked off one last night, uh, I got to give it time. We'll get more into Jinder Mahal in just a second. Uh, after that, we should mention before that, the Hype Bros won. I think we all saw that coming. Tremendous. Uh, and then uh, the New Day and the Usos. Now, the New Day get the victory by victory standards. It was a count out. The Usos retain the belt. I say the longer that you can keep the New Day in chase mode without it getting stale, uh, Cody, I think that's the way to go. For sure. And the Usos really have revitalized themselves as heels. They actually have characters now. Before, they were just Rikishi's sons, and now they are – they have personality. Or Roman's cousins. Or Roman's cousins, yeah, when they're part of the family. And <laughs> the New Day are the perfect team to put them up against because it didn't work with American Alpha. It didn't work with Fandango, Breezango. And now the New Day, who are established, who are fan favorites, you finally have a strong face team to go up against this heel team of the Usos. And I agree with you, Bart. Let them chase, find another pay-per-view, have the Usos get a... Um, sneaky win, dirty win, and then go to another pay-per-view. You can build a long storyline between these two teams. I think this builds all the way up to SummerSlam, guys. I think we're setting ourselves up for a uh, another style fatal four-way uh, where ultimately I think the New Day can come up on top. Uh, if we remember the, the longest title reign uh, as WWE World Tag Team Champions started at SummerSlam uh, two years ago. I do believe that the New Day is going to be set up uh, to take the reins as tag team champions on SmackDown Live. It was a great start to the story, though, as you guys said. You finally have the traditional face team against the heel team, and uh, I think this is really just showing off just how good the Usos really are. Uh, I was distracted for a second. We, uh, I'll let people know we're recording this just after the Bucks press conference. <laughs> So the Bucks just had a press conference with Justin uh, Zanuck. He's out. And so John oh. Horst is the GM. Yeah, they got rid of Zanuck. He's gone. Nice. Not surprising. So uh, the Bucks' official Twitter account. They hit him with a chair or <laughs> with a barbed wire bat? Listen to this. And I took a screenshot of this because it's going to get deleted. The Bucks' official Twitter account says, in quotes, Tony Snell is someone that we value highly, and Greg Monroe is someone we value highly. End quote. GM John Hammond. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, man. So, uh, who's so, running that yeah. Twitter account? So, I was distracted for just a moment. Uh, we'll move on to the next <laughs> like match. Type move. Uh, Naomi beats Lana. Guys, I didn't watch this one, so someone else talk. Horrible match. It was way too short. As Bill mentioned earlier about the Alexa Bliss Bailey match last pay per view, it was the same thing. Uh, you didn't give Lana a chance to showcase what she can do as a wrestler, which we have not seen unless you watch um, any of her Dark Horse matches. But yeah, no, just awful match. Um, it was too quick. There was no end game to it. Everybody knew Naomi was going to win. The only thing I think people were looking at was, would Carmella cash in her money in the bank? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Uh, Cody was right on. It was too short. They didn't give enough time. Also, I do. Uh, I love Lana. I think she's tremendous to uh, have on television. I don't really know exactly where her wrestling uh, skills come into play. That was that was poorly done. And Naomi, though, they do showcase her. She's She's a true champion, guys. Yeah, and uh, this match, though, would have been better off on SmackDown. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree. 
Uh, we'll get to the WWE match in a moment. Any comments on Breezango taking down the Ascension? Uh, this was a four-minute match, and uh, I'll be honest, I skipped this one too. Billy? You know, guys, it's really sad when there's jobber on jobber crime in this business. Um, <laughs> I love the pun there. You you continually just showcase these guys to uh, to beat up on each other, and there's, there's nothing going here. I will say, okay, uh, the fashion police and then the fashion vice it was last night, that is entertaining. It's a good comic relief, but uh, same thing like we said, Alana and Naomi, I think that could have been done. Uh, on SmackDown for the Ascension just to get on a pay-per-view. It makes me feel like I should get my $10 back. All right. So earlier in this podcast, again, I'm Bar Winkler. That's Cody Grant, Bill Schmid on the telephone line. Uh, You are not into the Jinder Mahal. He wins last night, 20-minute match. Uh, Eight minutes of that was Randy Orton beating up the Singh brothers. You're not buying the Jinder Mahal era yet? I mean, you know, I – I do like that they're at least giving somebody an opportunity. It gives this uh, lore that anybody can be the champion on SmackDown. I think if they allow him to, and it's something that I still have an issue with creative uh, in WWE as a whole, I feel that they've kind of hand-tied a lot of these performers in their promo cutting. Uh, Watching Talking Smack, I don't know if you guys caught that after the pay-per-view last night, Jinder Mahal is, is truly, he has... Uh, a very good message. I think that he is, he, he can cut promos with, with some of the best of them in WWE. He's had a good story. Focus on that instead of this huge idea that, you know, he's carrying the weight of India on his show. It's a cool idea, but one, I don't like those clowns that he walks out with. I was really glad to see one of them get thrown through a table, one of them get RKO'd. Uh, but it, ultimately, I think it's just kind of stale, man. I just, I don't like, I just, I just don't like it. And what it sets up right now is something that I have been vehemently against. I started hashtag uh, stay away Cena last night on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So really just setting this up for another part-timer to come in and break a record of a guy that was single-handedly built uh, WWE to what it is today in Ric Flair. So I think it's discriminatory against Ric Flair and it's it's really just setting up another Cena story to bury a guy that you pushed for the last three months. The problem with this Jinder Mahal reign is really the problem with the Money in the Bank pay-per-view last night. And really the problem with where WWE is right now is that nobody wins clean ever. It's always through some nefarious means. And Jinder Mahal last night, you build him up, you take him from jobber to this built-up, beefed-up champion – and if you're going to sell him as legitimate, you've got to have him win. Now, to have some of these other mm-hmm. guys, to have the Singh brothers there, you know, they help tell the story. But what it does is it gives him a cheap victory over Randy Orton. And does that build more heat? It could. But I think there's more money in making a guy look tougher. Guys have to be able to take wins and losses that aren't Sami Zayn or Dolph Ziggler. No matter what match they do, no matter what storyline they do, there's always an excuse. And I know it's storyline and I know it's fake, but wins and losses should be relevant. I don't ever watch matches on Raw or SmackDown. I fast forward to the end to see who got DQ'd for what reason. Wins and losses don't mean anything in terms of chasing a title. They don't mean anything in in the show, in the prep for it. You can't. If you're going to do that in the shows, at least on the pay-per-views, have a legitimate victory 
And now they're just going to cheapen this, which cheapens the belt, which Cena's going to come back and it's going to cheapen his win. And the whole thing is just if they would just book guys to go over clean at some points, I think it'd be better as a whole, Cody. And I agree with that, too, because you see it before. You see it all the time. Remember when Seth Rollins had his long reign after he totally. cashed in yep. on Roman and Brock? He had J&J security, and every match yeah. he was in, he had help. Triple H back in the day, he always had help. Kevin Owens, that was one of the worst runs as champion. Not Kevin Owens' fault, but you booked him so weak, and it seems like they always book the heels weak, and I would like to see a heel be booked strong, not unlike Brock Lesnar, who... I don't know where he is right now and where the universal champion is, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it would be so much better if they booked a strong heel and gender could be the guy they could book strong, but they're just not going to. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad you brought up uh, Rollins run with J and J this, this really just feels like a, like a sad poor man's version of that. Uh, those, I thought that story was booked really, really well. Cause it did still, uh, showcase Rollins as a true heel. He was attacking from behind. He was he was being violent and he was being uh, decisive in who he was going after. So in that reign, I was okay with it. I kind of warmed up to it after, you know. Obviously, I wanted at that point I still wanted Brock uh, to to beat Roman because I was sick and tired of Roman already. But when you get used to that, see, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you guys see on Raw tonight, he's going to announce his SummerSlam opponent. What yeah, what is, is that? What is this? Do they think that he's the Undertaker already? I'm, we're going to get into that later. But when you look at how you guys talk about booking heels and and the ability to showcase wins and being decisive, I do think that there's a place for the no DQ or for the DQ. I think there's a place for the champions walking oh, sure. out because Usos did. But you're right. When you showcase Mahal, he has the opportunity to be a dominating superstar. Uh, they have to they have to book him that way. Yeah. One, no. one way you could have done last night is he could have gone over and he could have taken a chair to Ric Flair. It was it's an opportunity. I mean, obviously, I know we're a PG era and I'm booking this like it's 2002, but you have to make him be the story, not the Singh brothers. What Rollins did with J and J is they were there to protect the champion. It looks like right now the Singh brothers are there to make the champion. Yeah, I would agree with that totally. And when you talk about, you know, the heel winning clean, I think the pay-per-view is the perfect time to do that. You need the heel to win dirty, and that's fine on Raw and SmackDown. But when it comes to the pay-per-view and you want to build a credible heel, he has to win clean at some point. And that was the the opportunity missed last night. But, guys, you know, when you look at that as well, is that a little bit for the reason why? I mean, there's 19 or 22 pay-per-views at this point. They do almost feel like they have to buy time that way. Bill Schmidt on the phone. Cody Grant here. I'm Bart Winkler. Uh, the other match, the Money in the Bank ladder match, this is for the opportunity to cash this in for that belt at any time. Shinsuke beaten up early, came back later. AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and then your winner, Baron Corbin. And we've talked before about Baron Corbin. I don't like it. I, I His character to me is just terrible. And so he wins last night, and what I say, character? yeah, exactly. I win last night, and I say, this has got to be the last chance for Baron Corbin. And some people on Twitter, we had this discussion. Well, no. I mean, you know the WWE, despite what the fans say, they will keep running something into the ground like Roman Reigns. And I, th- I think this is less Roman Reigns than it is Drew McIntyre. It's Drew McIntyre. Because not only did he not get 
He doesn't get applause, Baron Corbin. He didn't even get go away. He didn't get any heat. He wins. No booze. No cheers. He's standing there on top of the ladder. Nobody cares about him. And for him to now have this title opportunity, if he doesn't get the fans behind him, I think it's over for him. Baron Corbin's character, I don't know what it was like in NXT, but in the WWE, it it, it makes me angry to look at him. You know, uh, I, it's tough because in NXT... You like him, about, don't you? You like him. I, I do. I like Baron Corbin. I think the idea is awesome. Uh, there is no idea. But, no, he's the guy that just comes in and beats everybody up. He doesn't care who he's got. Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. Right. But you know what? You know what the difference is, Cody? You brought up one name there, Brock Lesnar. This guy is here. This guy is on TV every week. So if you give him a microphone, you give him the opportunity to showcase himself as a performer and not just the dude that, you know, puts a forklift on Dean Ambrose outside. Uh, the last two years, they've really wasted the Andre the Giant Battle Royal guys. I mean, I know I'm getting off track here, but look at Mojo Rowley. I don't think he was on TV for a month after he won it this year. Baron Corbin got like three matches in two months after he won it last year. I think you have an opportunity to showcase him as a true heel that, like we said, can beat people up. He's got a move set that showcases physicality. He's a little bit throwback in an era where it's, where it's high flyers and it's, it's a little bit of an inverted heavyweight cruiserweight style. Baron Corbin, I think, has an opportunity. Uh, if he keeps this Money in the Bank briefcase, I think – uh, for him, it has to be a long hold. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him cash in. Uh, guys, I know I'm shooting way out here, but I wouldn't have him cash in until after the Royal Rumble. I think you have an opportunity to build this character with the briefcase, and it's not the trophy. He doesn't have to stand next to it and then not say anything. He has an opportunity to showcase his physicality with the briefcase as well as his promo ability. And I'm not like Bart here where I completely – dismiss baron corbin i think he, he has he's got talent he played it's a waste the, of my time he to play in the NFL. even talk about him. bill you mentioned the athleticism of baron corbin the strength he can do all of that i that what i don't like about him is he's just so boring he's so dull and i picked him to win the money the bank ladder match i saw it coming in our picks by the way give mm-hmm. congratulations to bart he was the winner first time and hopefully the last time I don't ever want to give that guy $5 again. But anyways, Baron Corbin <laughs> winning this match, I thought was the right decision because you because you look at um, Shinsuke Nakamura, you look at AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, those guys don't need this to be relevant. Baron Corbin needs this to oh, be really? relevant. And Dolph Ziggler, we already know what the WWE thinks of him. Sami Zayn, the WWE is showing what they think of him. Uh, the the thing I didn't like the most was the start when Corbin came out and attacked Shinsuke because we missed so much of him in that match. He did come in in the end, but what are you trying to build with Corbin and Shinsuke? Then you tease Shinsuke and AJ Styles, which I would like to see, but I just didn't understand Corbin coming out and attacking Shinsuke right away off the bat. I think it showcased Shinsuke as a powerhouse once he comes out. I thought it was a good decision, and once again, it builds to what Corbin is. He's dirty. He wants to beat the hell out of you. He wants to get you from behind and he wants to take you out. I think it, I thought it, I thought it was beautifully written last night. And by the way, uh, we haven't really talked about the in ring work yet. Guys, that was a hell of a match. match of the night by far. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It was a great main event. It was a great way to cap off the night. Yeah. You had the battle between AJ and Shinsuke with the uh, little stare off 
and the fight they had. Anything Shinsuke an does, man, is awesome. That has an opportunity to be a mania match, guys. I mean, those dudes have had such battles back in uh, in New Japan. They Their history goes back and forth. And their styles are a little bit similar. I thought, uh, I really did think Styles was going to win at one point. Uh, I was really just on the team of anybody but Ziggler last night. Uh, we've seen that. And yes, he was hottest when he had the Money in the Bank briefcase. But we've seen him as champion. He, he, he just doesn't bring much to it. How about the fall Styles took? It's tremendous, dude. I mean, there were a few different, uh, just kind of like car crash impacts last night. I mean, my boy Kevin Owens getting power bombed into the ladder and crunching that thing. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, Kevin Owens, what a performer he is. The United States champion right now, and he always puts on a good show at ladder matches. Remember his match he had against Dean Ambrose, the ladder match for the IC title? Uh, yeah. was that a couple the, of years ago? The last man standing. Match. Yes. That was at the Jeez, he always puts on big shows when it comes with uh, weapons and outside interference of ladders, chairs, tables, all of that. I think he is just a tremendous performer, dude. I think he's gonna he's gonna bring that U.S. Championship some some good runs here uh, in the next couple of months. I hope he holds on to it through at least through Survivor Series as we kind of put the benchmarks on it. Yeah, uh, he has an opportunity to do some really special things. There. Yeah, and it hasn't had a good run since Cena. Oh God, bring that name up again. Thanks, Cody. Thanks for ruining my vacation. Dude. <laughs> Billy, come on, man. You're not even there yet. Have a good rest of the drive, man. <laughs> Take it easy, fellas. Have fun in the Dells. Will do. Let me know how it is, Billy. I will. I'll keep it warm for you, Cody. Sounds good. Keep that. Uh, where are you staying again? Best Western? The Best Western. I have no <laughs> idea where it is. I heard they have a pool, and I heard there's a bar. Hey, so if it, as long as it's uh, in the budget, you know, ride that wave, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Boys, take it easy. Later, Billy. All right, Bill Schmidt gone, and Josh Stewart enters the ring, the 30th entrant here. Uh, one of the producers here, I guess, what are you, an intern with Bill's show? I'm an intern with Bill's show, so that's why nobody's ever heard of me. Yeah. Is there anything that you can, like, promote? I can promote Cream City Central, man. CreamCityCentral.com, at Cream City Central. Um, is that an ice cream website? That is a Wisconsin sports site. We used to have beer things in there, so you could say ice cream. I don't like the Cream City <laughs> thing. No, people, a lot of people have said... I'm not clicking that link at work. I don't want to get <laughs> well, I'm fired. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> NSFW. Well, that's what that's what I've gotten a lot of times. People are like, "Dude, I'm not clicking that at work." But I'm not talking about like creaming. <laughs> that's what I get, man. I'm talking about how <laughs> the Milwaukee. Because when I see Cream City Central, I think Cream City Clash. Are you affiliated with that? No, but I, I, there was a few times when I first started with them, I would write Cream City Clash, and then I was like, wait. That is not the website. So how much are you writing there? Not that much anymore. I'm, But I used to write a lot about the Packers. I've done a lot of interviews over there with Ryan Grant, Jim Paschke, a few college basketball That's players. bigger guests than we have on Chuck and Winkler. Anyway, uh, Josh Stewart in here. So we're just, we got Billy's thoughts. We ran through the pay-per-view. A uh, couple minutes with you, big WWE guy. There's a lot of us here at the fan. Give me your overall thoughts on the pay-per-view. Overall, the pay-per-view, the results, the time spent watching it was a waste of time. <laughs> if you ask me, the matches were good. I like the women's match. I like the New Day and Usos. I think it was a good match until the Usos were just like, hey, we out of here. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how it the, went the, down. <laughs> the, the men's Money in the Bank match was good, but in the middle it dragged. 
I actually like the Jinder Mahal and Orton match as well. I like the two. Our complaint, as we talked about with Billy, was that it it you got to book Jinder. If you're going to ride with Jinder, you got to make him don't make him another weak champion. It's always an excuse for why guys win and lose in the WWE. I don't mind the Singh brothers messing with the legends. That was a touch, obviously, to put heat on Jinder. But uh, Jinder's got to do something in that. He can't just lay outside the ring for eight minutes, get Randy, who's got all this momentum, do one move and, and take him down. That makes you look weaker, not stronger. That did make him look weak. But did you see when he put him, he, he looked at Ric Flair, put Randy in the figure four leg lock, and he looked at Randy and he was like, "Woo!" Did you catch that? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was golden. That was good. Jinder's whole title reign is top five of all time because of that Whoa, one moment. Shut because up. of that one moment. <laughs> all right, it's worth it. Top five of all time. Better than John Cena. Like I know you're just being funny, but come on, man. That's no, it's not top five of all time. Is it top five of this year? June. <laughs> <laughs> of 2017 of that pay-per-view he was i don't mind the gender pay-per-view i don't mind the title run i a just gender pay-per-view gender yeah yeah the modern all day gender Maharaja. he takes on uh four hours worth of opponents what about the money in the bank we uh spent a good time trashing baron corbin billy likes him i i, I get no reaction from him he just he's nothing to me i'm in between i like i think it's worth it i mean i think i could see him i was trying to think of who in that match could you see coming down and taking advantage of a champion with the Money in the Bank match. It won't be AJ. It won't be AJ. He doesn't need it. Shinsuke. Shinsuke doesn't need it. Sami Zayn's the only other option. Sami Zayn, but I don't think – like, I think they want to do it with him. Like, they're trying to do the Daniel Bryan thing where he finally wins it and it's a big moment. That worked really well for Bailey. Bailey <laughs> is a tra- tragedy. But <laughs> I think Cor- – I could see Corbin coming down when – like, I think this is what I thought of. They're going to have, like, Sami Zayn finally win the title, and then Corbin, Baron Corbin will come down off. and then cash it in and uh, then loses okay. the title right away. So Sami will beat Jinder? Somebody. I, I, somewhere down the line, no, I, Sami could I'll, win it, and then Jinder. I'll give you the timeline right now. I'll give you the timeline right Cena's now. Cena's winning John, on the John, 4th of July. John Cena beats Jinder. Captain Rusev America. Rusev beats John Cena. Sammy beats Rusev, and then Baron Corbin cashes How's in. How's Sammy beating Rusev? Dude, it's wrestling. Haluva kick, man. Right yes. in the jaw. Boom. Boom. What about Rusev and Jinder fighting each other? Nah, I don't think it's going to two heels. When Rusev comes back, he's going to get a face reaction. Yeah, probably. You I know, can't wait for Rusev to come back. Like when Rollins comes back, you get a face reaction, and then they turn him heel right away, which I didn't like, and now he's like, Nobody cares about Rollins anymore. Are we going on a Rollins tangent? Because I'm all in for Rollins. I like all those guys, I but I think Rollins. I think you need to reset the three of them and bring the shield back for the rest of the summer. No, that would be sweet. People won't. I mean, like Romans are Cena though. It's not going to happen. Attempt at a Cena, you mean? Yeah, failed attempt. Well, Cena's had buddies before. Yeah, he had crime kind time. Kind of. Yeah, that for, was it. That was actually the for a feud, for one feud. And then remember when Cena was in NXT or uh, Nexus? Oh my! Yeah, he was in the Nexus for like a day, and and then he ruined them. Yeah, he ruined Cena them. Ruined everybody. He sucks. During that one period of time, Cena ruined everyone in the WWE. I do like Cena now. I've yeah. always liked Cena. I think he's better for the product now than he was. He's better as a part timer. Well, I'll go on record and say that I like Roman Reigns. I'm not against Roman Reigns. And why is that, Josh? Because 
I think it's just fun that, like that promo when he came in there and he was like, "This is my yard," and they just left. I, I like my how yard. He embraces big dog. the hate. Yeah, does yeah, he but though? No, like that was Undertaker saying like. But that was like when he just sat there and they booed him for all that time, and then he was just like, "This is my yard," and then he just left. That was perfect. It just seems forced, like the WrestleMania thing. What do they keep saying? The ultimate thrill ride, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania. You'd have guys like Undertaker <laughs> work it into their promo. <sighs> I'm gonna take you down at the ultimate thrill ride. I'm the Undertaker for nine ninety nine on the <laughs> WWE Network. Free when you sign up for a month. Okay, Undertaker Callaway. We get it, Mark. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say? Um, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura stare down was. Top three moment of the year so far. Mm. And that gets top three moment of the year, but Jinder's run Jinder's as champion is was top number five all time. Two of the year. Two of the year. Right in front of AJ and Nakamura stared on. Well, look at that match, though. Look at that, that Money in the Bank match. Where, where were those guys two years ago? I mean, they have done a. WWE has, even though they rely on part timers too much, especially at Romania SummerSlam, they've done a good job getting AJ and Kevin and. Baron. I heard that when I was driving in that uh, Kevin Owens, I guess they're speculating he might have got hurt. They're saying he got carried out of the match after reports from fans in the stadium. I thought you listened to Chuck and Winkler on your way in, Josh. Yeah, what's that? That was before I left the house. I was listening to Dave Meltzer. Shout out to Big Dave. And then in the car, I turned into Chuck and Winkler and heard some hot takes on the on the air today. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, thanks. Josh, thank you. We'll check in next time as well. You can follow me on Twitter at jstu262. I had to plug that in there. No, do it again. jstu262, J-S-T-E-W-262. Shout out to the 262. Yeah, hopefully somebody caught us here in the 30-minute mark of the show to get that. There will be a lot of people. The whole county of Racine will be tuned in. To this I'm podcast. at Winks, thanks. You're at Cody Grant 2015? You know it. Is that changing? No, not anytime soon. 2017, man. No. It's 2017. Whatever. 20, What's 2015 2015 for? was the greatest year. Why? I don't know. Is that when you made your Twitter account? <laughs> that's when I made my Twitter account. You should update it every year. It that's, could be that's, when, that's when I was introduced to the world of Twitter. So you started tweeting. So you made a name. And Cody Grant was probably taken, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I had to add numbers, And too. you thought, what could I do here? 2015. Well, the calendar says 2015, so... That's my account. There was literally a calendar right next to me at my desk. I'm like, I don't want Why to Why isn't your time. at Cody Grant, by the way, today is Tuesday. I just signed up for Twitter. Because I didn't have enough characters. <laughs> That's kind of a late introduction to Twitter for you. Yeah. 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 I hated Twitter when it first came out. I've been on Twitter since 2009. I've been loving it every day since. How many tweets you got? Way too many to count. It all started because of Conan O'Brien. That's who got me onto Twitter. Oh, wow. Okay. Two well, shout-outs already on the show. Yeah, that yeah. story no, That Conan. story next time. That's your hook for next time. Josh, Billy, Cody, thank you, boys.